0: Hey, pal, and welcome to season three of I've Got Your Back, the podcast. This season is all about well-being. I am so passionate about my own well-being, and I'm so passionate about sharing all of the tools that I've learned over the years that really can improve your overall well-being. So there'll be eight different themes and eight different areas of well-being that we'll cover off. I really hope you enjoy it and let me know your feedback. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of season three of I've Got Your Back, the podcast. This season has been all about well-being, and we've covered things over the last few weeks. We've covered emotional well-being, physical well-being, career, um, and your your sort of work well-being, financial well-being social, relationships, community well-being. And today, I want to really speak to you about environmental well-being. So it's actually kind of funny how this has happened because just last week, I got awarded Environmental Star of the Year Award. And it was an industry award for the Direct Selling Network Marketing um, UK Association that Arbonne are a part of. I've been with Arbonne for over 14 years. And Arbonne UK actually nominated me for this Environmental Star of the Year Award, which was amazing in itself to just be a finalist at the event, but to actually be joint winner with someone else from another company was just phenomenal. Like it was just, it was a surprise, but it was just such a nice surprise to sort of recognize The personal journey I've been on with my environmental well-being lens on and just to recognize the changes that I've made over the last few years in particularly and how much I've shared that with other people and that's had an impact in their life so I just wanted to yeah it's just funny how that landed this week and I'm doing this podcast this week about environmental well-being it's funny how the universe works Um, but essentially what I want to do is take you back to about Five years ago, and I would say out of all the dimensions of well-being that I've spoke about, I would say for me personally, environmental well-being was one of the last. It was one of the ones, one I wasn't aware of that affected my overall well-being, and two that I really cared about. And so, five years ago, or or maybe just yeah, five or six years ago, I was introduced to a couple of people um that really deeply cared about the planet and the environment that we live in and I never made the connection between my own health and the health of the planet and if the health of the planet is not good then I'm not going to be well and vice versa because essentially we are like humans are part of nature we have evolved from nature we are one But there seems to be this disconnect that's happened over many, many years where humans have basically, let's be honest, did things, have done things that have completely ruined the environment and our planet. And you only need to hear a few things on social media, see a few things on social media or see some things in the news to see or just be aware of the impacts on the environment very unusual weather conditions it just keep happening floods fires and they just keep getting more and more and more and I think whatever your beliefs are you cannot deny the facts of what you're seeing is that these environmental events are happening and they're happening for a reason is because us as humans have not been looking after the planet or our immediate environment and you know, we've not been looking after ourselves either. So the the sort of like lots of things that sort of make up environmental well-being. I thought I'd just take you on a journey from where I was and the things I was doing five or six years ago that I would definitely not do today. So why is this important? I, th- I just think it's really important that we remember our natural world and the ecosystems that are suffering because of the impact of our actions. And... Sometimes that's hard to take. And I remember there's a few times where I realized over the years that, oh my goodness, all these things that I've done for many, many years has actually had a really negative impact in the environment. And I just didn't care. And I I wasn't aware. And so I think it's really important that we realize the ultimate goal is that people in nature, we need to work in harmony. We need to work together. And I really think as, as individuals have a huge part to play in the environment, whether it's a positive or negative impact. And so my intention with this episode today is just to share with you things that I've done over the last five or six years that I've implemented in my life that has made me feel less shame, definitely more inspired and more passionate about the things that I can do to really help the environment and to be sort of take that personal responsibility for my actions and for the impact that I have on the environment because I do even though I'm one person I have an impact on the environment and so do all of you but I really believe that collectively or individually if we all make these small changes and make daily habits around how we treat the environment then collectively we can make a massive, massive difference. And more importantly than that, we we start to create this pride and respect and and just this sort of calmness and tranquility of how how we exist, how we coexist together. So I want to talk you through some actions that I've taken over the last few years. And number one, I think that when I think when I was reflecting on why did I get this award, I could actually go back to one of the first things that I ever did. And there was was a time when I watched this documentary called um, The Minimalists on Netflix. If you haven't watched that, I highly recommend you watch it because it ultimately really changed how I was buying and consuming things. I was absolutely a person that was buying new clothes, new shoes, new bags, knew everything like most weeks in my teenage years definitely in my 20s I was very much driven by materialistic things and buying those things to make me feel happier to make me feel more worthy to make me feel good like I very much relied on materialistic things to improve my worth to improve my happiness and how I felt and I wasn't I wasn't aware of that until I watched that documentary called The Minimalist. And I started to really question like, Michelle, you're spending one so much money on all of this stuff. And is it actually the stuff that makes you happy? Yeah, maybe for a short period of time until the next fix. And, you know, I really look back and think in those days, like I actually had probably had an addiction to stuff, like to buying stuff. Um, and I could go back to see where that came from, but essentially it's because we've we've been advertised to all the time about you need this, you need this in your life to make you feel some sort of positive emotion. So I think advertising doesn't help. I think growing up, um, where you know, think fat like things like fast fashion. So that's basically where clothing and 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 things that were in fashion was readily available all the time and just kept coming and kept coming. And every new every month or every new season there was more clothes. There was more things to buy to sort of be in with the crowd and to be popular. Like all of those things like in your early years you sort of rely on. Um, and so what I started to do was I started to really look at what I had and I was like, okay, number one, the number one thing I need to do is stop buying, like literally stop buying all these clothes, shoes, bags, whatever it was. And so that was the first thing I actively started to not do, was not spend money on stuff. Then I started to look at the things I did have and I realized I just had multiple Things of the same thing, like multiple shoes, just because I saw a pair of shoes that I thought were great for one evening, but they were very similar to a pair of shoes I had already. So I started to decide okay, how can I re gift these or, re-pur- or repurpose these or give them away to someone else that could use them and me just stick with what I actually needed? So I started to give to charity. I started to really condense and condense all of my clothes over the years and spend less so it was essentially going for less materialistic stuff more meaningful things and so now I can look genuinely hand on heart and say I have one wardrobe that has clothes and three drawers that is literally the amount of clothes that I have and like one in that wardrobe that's where all my shoes are winter summer all seasons i've managed to basically condense all of that all of those clothes and sort of um like um, materialistic stuff into one place and i could definitely condense a lot more if i'm honest um in my ideal situation and and i think the, the important thing to know here is it's not about being perfect it's about taking imperfect action over and over again and to see if you can get better and better each day so I'm um, I'm speaking from this point not as an expert but speaking from someone who is taking imperfect action every single day and just always thinking about the environment in mind always thinking about my impact on the planet to go gently you know to really think about that so I've managed to get it there and I think my ultimate goal would be to get to like a capsule wardrobe Encapsule items but I'm not quite there yet but that is the ultimate goal for the winter season for the summer season that I have I have my minimalistic wardrobe that's what I'm going for so that was one of the things I started to do and it was really based off that documentary and I would say the other thing that I would avoid is just be starting to become aware I remember starting to become aware of fast fashion brands like Sheen like Primark like Boohoo like H&M all of these brands and there's so many more by the way there's so many more brands that literally produce so much clothing it is unnecessary like I don't know if you've ever seen these images but when I saw these images it really broke my heart of all these clothes literally in places like Thailand that have literally been dumped and it's like a sea it looks like a sea of clothing and that's because all of these companies are just quickly producing all of these clothes and it's way, we don't need that. Like the world does not need more clothes. There is so much that we have in this world that we can fix. So we can repurpose, we can reuse it, or we can regift it or, um, you know, or we don't need it at all. It's just obscene what fast fashion is actually doing to the world. and. I think the most important thing you can do is actively ask yourself, one, do I need this thing? Do I really need this thing I'm about to buy? Ask yourself that question. Or could I repair something? Or could I reuse something? Or get something secondhand? Or rent clothing? There's great brands out there and companies that allow you to rent clothes each month and then sort of um, put them back. I think it's Glam Corner. They were based out of Australia. They're a B Corp as well, I think. So just glam corner allow you to have that capsule wardrobe every season or every month but then give it back and then that way you're feeling like you've got some newness but you're not actually buying new clothes and new clothes that you're probably going to pass on in a few months or a couple of years later or worse than that literally put it into the dumps where all of these clothes and all this waste ends up and then damaging lots of beautiful countries where that's the only place that this rubbish can go you know So do I really need this? And if I do need it, then who am I actually buying from? What company am I buying from? And are they ethical and are they purposeful? And, you know, I think you've got to really look into that. And are you buying quality that's going to last? Like, are you buying things that are organic cotton or wool or bamboo or materials that are as natural as possible that are going to last? linen like they're going to last multiple multiple years you know you want to be getting those things that last for a very long time so those are the things that's the first thing I wanted to say is from that point of view your clothes your materialistic things really aim to be less materialistic more meaningful like spend your money on travel or on culture on meaningful experiences That you create with your family and your friends and your loved ones, rather than spending your money on things that literally you will not wear a week from now, maybe a month from now, and will sit in your wardrobe or worse, end up in a dump. Number two, less chemical, more clean. So, in terms of your products that you have in your house, everything from the products you use in your body shampoos, conditioner, shower gel skincare makeup like make sure you're not using toxic chemicals because one you're putting that in your skin everything that you put on your skin is in your bloodstream within 15 to 20 seconds so making sure that you buy from brands that are non-toxic that are clean vegan ideally that those products are what you're putting on yourself second of all cleaning products We actually, I never realized this for years that I was using so many toxic cleaning products. So again, you're touching those cleaning products, you're putting them on everything in your house. If you have children, those toxic chemicals are then being passed on to individuals in the home. Like you have to make sure that you're getting clean products, clean cleaning products as well. So um, there was a brand that I used in Australia called Zero, and they actually their packaging for the products they did ocean cleanups, they collected all of this plastic, and that's how they made their packaging. So it was repurposed plastic with non toxic cleaning kit, um products in there, everything from washing powder to um uh, spray, so a multi purpose spray and everything like anything in between, anything in between. Even just getting more minimalistic around, around cleaning products. I know people that use bicar- bicarbonate soda. Um, there's cleaning sheets. Actually, the other women that won the award Liz, we were joint winners. She was from Clean Living, which is another network marketing direct selling company. And they all have clean products like washing machine, disposable sheets that you put into your washing machine instead of toxic washing powders and liquid um, you know, fabric softeners, all of that. So really think about and choose those brands where there's non-toxic chemicals for everything you're putting on. Because again, your clothes you're wearing every day and then it's on your skin. And, you know, I think people don't realize how much they're actually irritated by these toxic cleaning products. You know, I think people don't even know that maybe when they get a reaction on their skin, it's from these products. And likewise with your, your products that you're putting on your skin, most people will go for the cheapest. And I get that, you know, sometimes money can be a deciding factor. Like it's not lost on me that, you know, buying more sustainable products and buying more inve- environmentally friendly products can be more expensive. But in a lot of ways, it can be actually cheaper because you're buying things that last a lifetime versus things that last a very short amount of time. And the practices that you start to introduce because you're thinking more about the environment, you will start to use less. Like, I know for me, I used to have multiple lip glosses, multiple lipsticks, like multiple lip balms and different handbags. Like, and I've literally just got one lip balm. I have got one lipstick and it's my favorite lipstick and lip gloss. And that's what I use. Like, I've literally used everything up. And, you know, I I can tell, like, I know most of my friends, I go into their, like their homes or their bathrooms and they've got like multitude of products like i have never seen and i was one of those i was one of those persons as well like i was definitely that person and and just multiple shampoos multiple conditioners multiple shower gels like multiple multiple and it's like wow like even go refillable there's so many options now where you can go to places where you can have one container and go and refill your product so you're not creating another bit of plastic in the environment so again really think about less chemicals more clean and that leads me on to my third one actually which is less plastic and less waste more natural more natural materials so thinking about the plastic waste that you have like being in Scotland I have seen so many plastic bottles like it's crazy like coke um, iron brew and water bottles and yeah like all your products that you get for cleaning and, and as well as you know the products you use on your body like there's so much plastic so it's thinking about ways that you can actually reduce that like so even thinking about instead of buying plastic containers you can get glass or you can get metal or there's um instead of cling film and tinfoil you can use beeswax like wraparounds where it goes over the dishes like there's oh there's bamboo like instead of like plastic straws or plastic things go for bamboo like forks or bamboo if you're having a party don't go for plastic plates go for the bamboo or the paper um and and you and you know reusable drink bottles like I was like oh my god that's a given that everyone should just have a drink bottle and refill it there's plenty of refill stations around airports and plenty of places you can fill up but most people I see grab that water bottle they use it drink it for five minutes and it's gone and sometimes not even in the recycling so it ends up in landfill where it takes literally about 40 to 50 years to decompose like that's wild when you can have a one water bottle and you can and you actually probably end up drinking more water anyway because you only get a certain amount in a plastic bottle so there's just so many more benefits like you like some, I think what I've realized with being more in, in tune with my environmental well-being is that I've ended up creating habits that are far better for me. Like having a water bottle that's two liters or three liters, and I've even seen five liter water bottles, you actually drink more water than you would do if you bought that plastic bottle of water, downed it in five minutes, and then you would need, and then you're not drinking any more water. So the ripple effect of these changes actually ripples into the other parts of your well-being as well so yeah less plastic waste more natural wherever you can the the next one I want to talk about is less spending money with profit-driven companies more spending if you need to with purpose and planet-driven companies now these are things that I never thought of before like where do you bank so in Australia there's Five five of the mainstream banks that all invest in for fossil fuels, that all invest on things that are negatively impacting the environment. And I'm putting my money into that bank. So I decided to take my money elsewhere to banks that do not invest in fossil fuels, that do not invest in things, in projects, investments that are harming the planet. So I changed from um, Commonwealth Bank so one of the major banks and I changed to Bank Australia and there's only two B Corps. so I love to go with B Corp certified because I know that B Corp certified companies have had third per that's a third party, party certification that measures the social environmental impact of those companies so I know they've had to go through a rigorous amount. Um, of changes or improvements to get that certification like they have to have a certain standard right and so i decided to move and join bank australia because they're a b corp certified bank now in the uk there's only one that um is b corp certified and that's um coots bank but that is for generally the super wealthy so uh I- or you need to have a certain amount of money in the bank to actually be a customer. So I ended up going with the co-op, which has been around forever, the co-op, and it's a cooperative bank. So it essentially means the customers own the bank and they it's all about being a community bank. So I changed my banking here from Bank of Scotland to co-op and that's what I use. So again, it's putting your money, like you have the power with your money to invest in the companies you want to see be around for, for good and companies that are doing the right thing by the planet that's essentially what you're doing so think about the bank that you're with your superannuation or your pension and Australia is called superannuation I actually changed um, how many years 12 years of superannuation and I changed it and I put it into again a b corp and um, future super there's actually a couple of b corps in Australia and I moved my superannuation and them, because I know they're not investing in fossil fuels, they're not investing on things that are negatively impacting our environment. So again, all that money, you're choosing where your investment goes, you're choosing it to put your money with a company that's ethically investing, not in tobacco, not in alcohol, not in fossil fuels, like all of the things that actually I don't agree with and I don't want more of in the world, right? So you can do that. Again, you have the power and I'm sure look at your pension, like look at where that's going. Is it being ethically invested in companies that you would genuinely want your money to go in, that you would want your children to see, you would want those companies to be around for a long, long time. And I would just say shop for the B Corp. Like now I just look, if I need to buy something, whether it's food, whether it's Um, Well, obviously, actually for food, that's another point I I tend to try and go as close to the farmer as possible, but um, look for that B Corp, look for that B because it means benefit. They exist to benefit all, their customers, their suppliers, their community, and the planet, as well as shareholders. They don't exist just to benefit shareholders and profit only. So that's what I look for. So look to spend more with purpose and planet-driven companies. From everything from your bank right through to your food right through to gifts like whatever it is or social enterprises. I'm a big advocate for social enterprise because they serve they exist with a purpose and generally it's to to improve a social injustice or a social cause. So shop for social enterprises, look for social enterprises or not for profits or B Corp companies. Like start putting your money where with those companies that are doing good and not doing harm like i don't know why it took me so many years to work this out but how simple is that number five less mess more organized so as you can see well if you're watching on youtube you will see like i just have a jacaranda painting and a lovely plant here in my office i am so minimalistic not only in the stuff in terms of clothes but also my surroundings i i I just thrive so much more when I have less things in each room. So from an office to a bedroom, to underneath the bed, like I've cleared things underneath the bed. There's so many things you can learn about this feng shui, decluttering. Um, you can go in a whole course, I did. I ended up going in a whole path learning about where things should be positioned for the right energy in the room for certain things not having stuff under the bed like stuff you don't even use or will never use and declutter in your bedroom. Um, less is more, less is more and all of these things. But essentially your personal working environment, having a mess around you creates a mess in your mind and you're not clear and you're not intentional and you don't have that clarity of what you're doing every day. So a clean workspace, a clean bedroom, a clean living room minimalistic as much as you can like less is more so I would definitely think about that in terms of your personal belongings because it really does make a difference having more plants because plants are just fantastic to have in the house and they create more good energy and more vibrancy within your home like really think more green more green more green more plants more green So think about that, less mess, more organized. In all your areas, even in your car, like is your car a mess? Has it got rubbish in there when you get in? Can you not find anything? When was the last time you cleaned it? Like your personal belongings, your personal space, it goes beyond in your car, my gym bag, like I have everything organized. Sometimes it does get in a bit of muddle, but generally most of the time, everything is clean. Everything is a place everything is organized and it's much easier in terms of time management because you know where everything is and you're not spending hours or wasting hours trying to find things that you need for certain places that you need to go so again the ripple effect of these choices is amazing it goes beyond just the positive impact in the environment it's a positive impact in your everyday life number six less pollution more conservation so this is to do with the impact you know, how much water are you consuming or wasting? How much energy are you wasting? Um, Transportation, like this actually can affect so many things. So, you know, it's actually a big thing is making sure that you're not polluting our ocean. Planet Ocean is, takes up, what, 70, 80% of the world is actually water and ocean. So are you chucking things away? Like I did... One of these things actually really gave me a huge perspective about this and waste and a whole respect for water when I did an ocean cleanup in Manly Beach in Australia and Sydney. And one hour, it was called the CEO cleanup and it was CEOs from all around um, Sydney came together to do one hour of a beach cleanup. I have never in my life seen so much waste, so much plastic, from one hour of cleaning up. So when you looked at the beach, it looked fine. Like I was like, oh, it doesn't look that dirty. As we started to walk around parts of the beach and just fill our bags, it was obscene, the amount of things that was collected. And more importantly, little microplastic. actually tiny, tiny, tiny bits of plastic that get into the ocean that our marine life then eat, then damages them. And by the way, of course, fish are gonna eat the plastic. And guess where that fish ends up? On your plate most of the time, so then you're consuming microplastics. So again, it's this huge impact that's negative impact that's happening, all because we're choosing plastic and we're creating so much more waste and not having respect for our oceans, not having respect and give and, and wasting things. We're buying it in the first place and using that plastic, but also then just chucking it away and it ends up in our oceans. There's so many things that, that happens. So being aware of that using less water wherever possible, even looking at your energy provider. Are you with someone that that is all about renewable energy? Like th- think about who you're actually, again, giving your money to and think about things in your home or your office, like LED lights or energy saving things like the lights go off at a certain time. Or, you know, I've seen these toilets where the sink is the flush and the water is all connected so you're not using like the water in the sink as well as the flush like it's all very clever and all these things people are starting to introduce but it's being mindful around what are the choices that you can make in your home in your own environment in your company or in your office or even ask asking your company to make those changes because it matters right Um, water, energy transportation could you bike instead of taking the car like to, to where you work or could like I actually in the last year when I was living in Australia I actually sold my car and car shared for the last six months to a year um, and there's amazing car share schemes there where you can literally just rent a car for a couple hours or a couple of days or whatever it is that you need or car share with your neighbor or it's just it actually blows my mind how many cars are in each household now where we could actually share because people are not using these things full-time they're not that's the reality so think about less pollution more conservation from a water point of view from an energy point of view transportation point of view like think about all these things that you could do number seven less tech more nature like honestly I I really believe when I look back at the last five years and reflected about why did I get this award like even actually, in the last three years, it was the first time in my life that I completely just got obsessed with nature. Like, because I couldn't, we were in lockdowns, so I couldn't go to the gym, couldn't go anywhere. The only thing I could do was do this one walk per day. And I ended up walking in silence in nature every single day and having such respect for Mother Nature. One, because it actually allowed me to keep mentally sane in that time. And it gave so much to me. And I thought, it's get, Mother Nature is giving, this environment is giving so much to me. Like, what am I giving it to her? As if it was a person, right? And I remember just thinking about all these things that I could do to basically benefit the environment and Mother Nature. And I started to ask myself a couple of questions in that period of time. And I still ask it every day since then. And and I think they're really, really important questions, which is, What more can I do for me and my family? What more can I do for my community? And what more can I do for the planet? And I sat with those questions every single day. And, you know, it it, it sort of ignited something in me because I was sitting in nature in harmony with her, having a deep appreciation and gratitude and being so grateful for nature, keeping me sane and keeping me well, that I thought I have to do more to give back to her because she's given so much to me right it's like your own mother right or your own that special relationship that you have when or a mother that provides so much to their children right and when you get older you, it's almost like the tables turn you're like how much more could I give back to my mother I know I think that every single day mother earth is the same thing she's given so much to us what can we do to give back more to her So get into nature and protect it, protect it with all you have, because I can tell you right now that there's so much destruction and so much that's happened to Mother Earth because of humans, because of human action. So what is the action that you're going to take instead of the negative impact to have a positive impact? And lastly, I just want to talk about, again, you know, if I think about what I've done over the last few years, I went from you know, consuming a lot of meat and eating a lot of meat to going pescatarian, which is just eating fish and veggies, to then going vegan for a number of years. And, you know, I'm sort of probably in a place now where I'm, I call myself a bit of a flexitarian. I actually just have a balance across all of those now. I am predominantly plant based. I will always choose vegetables. There are parts of me that sometimes, you know, in in certain environments, I know what my body needs and I listen to it. But I only have it in small amounts: a so small amount of meat, small amount of fish, um, but predominantly veg because plant based diets and eating more plants is not only good for us; it is good for the environment because it's just less impact on the environment from getting that meat from the farmer to your plate. Generally, depending how you get it it can have a a fairly negative impact, not completely, but it can. So I think that's just important to think about plant-based foods, maybe more plant-based, less sort of um, consuming, like, and it's not saying remove meat and fish completely. It's just, again, being more mindful where you get it from, like organic, grass-fed. Again, I know this costs money, more money rather than the cheap stuff, but the impact on your body and the impact on the environment is like two positives. And so it's really thinking about that and the habits that you create around your food, like what are you choosing every single day? Like if you are choosing predominantly plant-based and your batch cooking, I can tell you right now is going to cost you less. The reason we end up spending more and on cheaper products is because we want something fast, we want something quick because we're not taking the time to be organized to do the batch cooking, to get everything in place so that you're not panic buying or just grabbing something at the last minute because you're so hungry like there's again if you think of all these things I've talked about there's a ripple effect and all across every part of your well-being your financial well-being all of these are interconnected financial well-being your health your physical health and um, your emotional state but honestly focusing on some of these things in terms of the impact that you have in the environment brings. So many benefits. I can tell you right now, I'm definitely more calm. I'm more connected. I'm more relaxed. I have so much pride in the things that I have, my belongings. I cherish them. If I do get something, I buy it from a good brand, a good company. And, you know, I want to give money back to those companies that are doing good. Um, I'm in complete harmony with nature. I feel that, you know, I feel that I'm actually giving and receiving equally with her now. Um, I'm in nature every day, just listening, asking myself those questions. I have a deeper relationship with friends, families, experiences, because I'm not relying on those quick fixes, the clothes, the shoes, the bags, to give me that hit of happiness. I'm getting happiness from different things, from things that mean something, that are not meaningless, that are not materialistic. Um, And I just definitely have a more sense of tranquility and calmness, that is beyond anything I could ever imagine. So what I'd ask you is, I'd say this, like I know that me changing and me sharing has had a ripple effect. Not only, it's had an effect on me, a positive impact on me, but it's also had a positive impact on others because I'm sharing this with you. I'm sharing it on social media. I'm sharing all of these things because I know that when every single person makes small changes, to their environmental impact it creates a huge ripple effect and that's what we need to remember sometimes I hear people say oh well doesn't matter if I don't recycle that plastic bottle like whatever it's just a small thing of all the things that are going on in the world no I want to tell you it all matters it all matters even just the intention like even thinking about good karma when whatever you're putting out there so the world will come back to you. So if you're wanting good things to come to you, then you need to put good things out there. You need to take good actions, like ethical actions. Think about the planet every single day. Think about your environment. What can you do that will take you a step closer to being more positively, environmentally impacting the world? So I think that's it for me. I just want to finish with those a reminder of those questions. So what more can I do for myself to improve my own well being. What more can I do for my family? What more can I do for the community? What more can I do for the planet? Really ask yourself those questions every single day. That's what I've done for the last at least three years. I wake up every day asking myself those questions because when I listen to the answers, they just take me to a place that takes my well being to a whole other level. And I know that it can do it for you. So That's it from me. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Remember, download the Yoga Nidra right after this episode. Make sure you have a listen. It's the most beautiful guided meditation that will regenerate your mind, your body and your soul. Take care. See you soon.